0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and
1: Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jacob, another question here. Do I trade Damian Pierce and Juju for Amon Ra and Kittle? Well, Jacob, that segments really nicely. Into one of my cells, and we'll we'll get back to your question. And we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay, yeah. Jacob, I promise I won't I won't forget. Um, actually, you know what? I'll keep it pinned Leave here it so up. I don't forget. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about Juju. I'm selling Juju, and I've been All talking right. about buying Juju early on in the year, multiple sh- on multiple shows like this one. I think he's been on the buy show maybe two or three times already early on in the year, and I'm glad that worked out. Uh, yeah. But now I think it's time to sell. Right? Like you buy assets that are cheap. And when you think that the value is at a peak, you sell, right? And that's what I'm doing here since week six, and that's three games for him. He's the wide receiver six overall in fantasy points per game. And do you guys believe that that's elevated or do you think that's about right? I I would assume that most people think that that's a little production, you know, it's not really matching his underlying usage early on. It it wasn't matching his early, his usage early on the year. Right. And right it caught up big time over the last three games. And now you look at his underlying usage and yes, he had this 12 target week this past game. uh, And that's a great number to see on the game log, but Patrick Mahomes threw the ball 68 times and Juju's target share over his last three games is 17%. That's 50th among wide receivers over the last four weeks, 50th, five zero. Okay. Yeah. Last week, 18%, 22% target share, 12% target share. Those are the last three games. And those are the three games that he did good in. Okay. So you look at his air yard share. He's not being targeted down the field. 19% of air yards from Patrick Mahomes over the last four weeks. So I I think Juju is likely to be productive the rest of the season relatively, but you can take advantage of this extremely elevated value right now. Um, can you get Damian Pierce for Juju? Can you get Ramondre Stevenson for Juju plus a little bit more, maybe possibly, um, can you get Amaras straight up for Juju? Maybe. I, yeah. I didn't even mention Kadarius Tony joining this offense, right? Like he has a chance that's of earning some say, target yeah. share because he has done it in the past when he's on the field. And you know, that's just a cherry on top when it comes to this argument personally. But even without Kadarius Tony in this equation, I think I still think that Juju is a sell. And when you add him into the equation, you're like, you know, I think it's a pretty good time to sell Juju right now because Kadarius Tony didn't see much of the field this past week. And he's going to start getting integrated into the offense.
0: Yeah, he's absolutely going to be starting to get integrated in the offense. And that's one of the biggest things for me that's saying, sell you just I agree. Because does anybody think that this production is sustainable in an offense? You know, obviously Patrick Mahomes. He, he's Patrick Mahomes. So he's going to be able to do whatever he needs to do. Uh, the guys are going to randomly show up, you know, and have high output games or stretches of games where they do this. But you have now Kadarius Tony. Obviously, Travis Kelsey's there. And he's going to produce every week. He's going to get his targets. You have Marquez Valdez-Gantling. you have Jerick McKinnon out of the backfield, Clyde edwards hilaire out of the backfield, and that's running backs. And then Nicole Hardman suddenly is coming on out of nowhere and doing his thing. You know, obviously we, it's going to be hard to sell him. You know, I'd say that he's a sell too. The way he's been producing is it's been you know unsustainable. Um, so if you talk about selling, if you're talk about, yeah. selling, you're talking about selling two Chiefs receivers, you could do that. But there are so many weapons in this offense now. You know, Juju, even though he is looking more like. The juju that we came to know and love when he first started out in Pittsburgh, you know, he was actually doing his thing, um, even though he's looking better. I think that this is going to come back down to earth a little bit. He's going to have some more quiet weeks um, moving forward. He still has the upside just because of the offense. You know, this is a high scoring, high powered offense. It's Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback. Anybody, anybody's liable to have a big week any week, but you're not going to be able to value him that high after a couple games. I think in these next few games, you get if he has a game or two that's quiet, it's not his value isn't gonna come anywhere close. He's had three straight 20 plus performance point games, right? Is it is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, PPR. That's what it was. So yeah, he, he is he, he's a sell.
1: So when you go back to this question from Jacob, do I trade Damian Pierce and Juju for Amon Ra and Kittle? Uh I'm okay with this now. If you need a tight end, like I understand this trade here. And I love Amara St. Brown and, you know, trading Damian Pierce. I think Damian Pierce is our RB one. I think Amara is going to be a wide receiver one as well. So those two are very close for me with mm-hmm. Amara getting the edge, especially in PPR leagues. Uh And Juju and Kittle, you know, I can see that being somewhat, a somewhat fair trade as well. As long as Kittle can stay healthy, you know, he yeah. can continue to do his thing. It's going to be a good offense. They're going to have more red zone opportunities. I'm okay with this. If you, if you don't have a tight end, I'm okay with this deal.
0: Yeah. And, and I know Kittle's been banged up a little bit, but don't let, you know, injuries with Kittle, you know, especially the short week to week injuries that he's kind of been dealing with. Um, don't let that scare you, you know, in this trade. I think that Kittle is still Kittle. He is going to be a high end tight end for you at this point, because though, like I said, I say this every week. The tight end landscape is just barren. So he has the upside. We've seen it from him to be able to be a high end tight end one. Um, I, I think that trade's fair. You could do that.
1: Jason's asking, do I trade Stefan Diggs for Damian Pierce and Amara St. Brown? Now, if you need a running back, I can see this, but I'm not trading Diggs. Now, this whole Josh Allen fiasco, yeah, right with the arm, I was just arm, about
0: to bring that up. Do you
1: want to reduce your risk? Mm-hmm. So if you want to reduce your risk here, Zach, are you pulling the trigger on this one?
0: So, okay, I'm looking at both ends of this deal. It looks like, okay, I'm moving on from Diggs for Pierce and Amara St. Brown. And the way that you've talked about Amara St. Brown for us, you're going to have an, a wide receiver one, in Amon and I'm on Brown. Sure, Diggs looks he is a wide receiver. a high-end wide receiver one. Where I'm on Brown, I think that even, the way you've been talking about him, it sounds like he's going to be a high-end wide receiver one. But I, I, I uh, think, I think
1: that, he he has that in his his range of albums, range of sure. Yeah,
0: I think that more likely to happen is just wide receiver one. is a solid wide receiver one, which is you know still plenty good. Um, that's well, the Let's only say thing. Jason
1: desperately needs a running back. Let's say yeah, he, he doesn't have a, you know a good running back and he desperately needs one. Like this yeah. might be a good deal.
0: Yeah, so if he needs a running back, yes. I I would say you pull the trigger on this. But I am saying there's risk with Diggs right now because of Josh Allen. But at the same time, there's risk with Amon Ross St. Brown because he hasn't put it together yet this season for me, I don't think.
1: Yeah, I get it. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Let's see. Um, Looking at a couple other trade questions here. Elias is asking, do I trade Josh Allen for A.J. Brown? I have Justin Fields on my bench. Well, Elias, that is a great transition because one of my cells is Curtis Samuel. And I'm I'm moving Curtis Samuel if I can, right? And, and while I can. He, he's been solid all year long, and that is going to help him with his trade value. Double-digit fantasy points in four of his last five games. Just had this boom game this past week and a great matchup out of the slot against Minnesota. And when you look at what, what he's done with Taylor Heineke under center, he's averaging only five targets a game. And that's without yeah. Jahan Johnson. What if he comes back? What if he earns some targets? A lot of the early season allure with Curtis Samuel was that he was very consistent, right, especially in PPR leagues. Uh, he was getting close to double-digit targets a game, especially early on in the year with Carson Wentz. That hasn't been the case lately. So I think we still have a sell window here, and I think it's going to close shut pretty soon. Um, he, I, like, just like in this year. He's not. But I think he's the perfect add-on in a deal to upgrade at running back or wide receiver, just like this deal. Elias, did you read my notes before this podcast? I think you did. Um, (laughs) So, like, you know, if I'm if I'm looking to get like, I don't know, Curtis Samuel and Miles Sanders for Damian Pierce, maybe Curtis Samuel and Fournette for like a Damian Pierce or a Ramondre Stevenson, something like that. I would do that deal. And this deal right here, Josh Allen and Curtis Samuel for AJ Brown. If you have Fields. I'm actually okay with this.
0: Yeah. So this kind of harkens back to the conversation we had last week about where are we putting Justin Fields and would you trade them? And we talked about we wouldn't put him over the top guys, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and um, I forget who the other guy was that we talked about. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm missing somebody. But, you know, we talked about this last week. Uh, This is kind of the move. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, yeah. This is kind of the move that we – for me, this is a move that if if you – have Justin Fields and you didn't draft him to be a QB one. And now suddenly he can be a QB one for you. Josh Allen has that elbow thing going on now. You know, I, I would move, I, I would move for this because this could be the put you over the top trade. You know, if you have Curtis Samuel at wide receiver, you could slot in AJ Brown and still have fields at quarterback after this trade. I think this is yeah. a huge power shift in your league at this point, because you now have fields coming up, you know, he's healthy. You know, he's looking a lot better. Josh Allen, yes, he's good. He's been a little bit more turnover prone, you know, these past two weeks. On top of his injury going on right now, we don't know what that's gonna look like. So I would maybe, you know, I wouldn't have thought I'd ever say this if this question was posed to me, you know, before the season started. But I'm I might be smashing a trade button on this one. You know, I'm I'm good even, with that.
1: Even before the elbow injury, to be honest with you. If he didn't have the elbow injury yeah, going on, sure. I would I would definitely think twice for sure.
0: You yeah. Know? But that makes uh, this that point, makes it easy. Yeah. The elbow it makes it easier definitely
1: um especially since he has justin fields too on the bench yeah. with the high upside that's the thing nobody final sell of the episode
0: yeah sorry one more thing before we go uh, nobody oh, yeah. drafted nobody drafted justin fields to be their qb1 they drafted him for the potential that he has and it's come through so now you have two quarterbacks probably on your team that you can work with make a decision with and justin fields is so good you know at this point that nine times out of ten the other quarterback you have on your roster is movable and in this situation Josh, Josh Allen can be moved that's just what I was gonna say yep. but yeah going in my last cell and this one for me is pretty easy it's it's Jeff Wilson you know and I talked about selling Raheem Mostert last week you know Dolphins running backs seem to be doing it the cell window closes on one Dolphins running back Raheem Mostert and it opens on another which is Jeff Wilson he had effectively zero value just keep this in mind effectively zero value after Christian McCaffrey got traded to San Fran right Not only the fancy guys gifted you a selling point with Wilson because he's on a new team, but he also put up a strong first effort in Miami. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Wall, they're setting records in the passing game. This is still a pass first first offense. The backfield is not going to be strong enough to have, you know, an RB1, uh, a true RB1 producer. The high end, I think, for your production, Avraham Mostert or Jeff Wilson is going to be mid-wide, not wide receiver, mid-RB2, maybe high-end RB2 certain weeks. But this is pass first offense. The receivers are going to be doing the work. The backfield last week was perfectly split. Wilson had nine carries, three targets. Mostert had nine carries, two targets. And even though Wilson looked really good and better than Raheem Mostert last week, doesn't mean that's going to be the case next week. And I don't think either of them are going to be clearly used over the other because of their familiarity with McDaniel. You know, I don't think McDaniel's going to do that. and be like, all right, we're not going to use Raheem Mostert because Jeff Wilson's looking a little bit better. You know, he—he, he, I think they're all friends there. <laughs> you know, he's not going to throw them out of a job. I, I don't think that... It's going to be ever, you know, leaning one way heavily or the other at this point the rest of the season because the focus is going to be on the passing game for the Dolphins. The running backs are going to be complementary to that. If they score a touchdown, good for them, but I think that's where their ceiling rests. I'm selling Jeff Wilson while you have the chance because, like I said, when you look at his value now, it's at least some, where before it was zero. If you didn't get rid of Jeff Wilson when he was traded, you know, you, you got a little bit more value out of him um, by letting him sit on your roster for a week or two.
1: I don't have anything to argue with about. I, I think I think I think that's that, that makes sense. It's possible that some people think that you know he's going to completely take over, maybe get seventy percent of the work, and maybe not. No. You know, maybe they just fix 50 50-50, and he mostly stays healthy all year too.
0: Right. It's going to so, be 50-50. That that yeah. is oh them,
1: he's going to that's be that's one home. of my like
0: mail it in, you know. It's going to be 50-50. There's not going to be any clear RB one in this backfield. They're gonna be splitting it the whole way.
1: Mukshav Tahir is asking trade Dalvin Cook, Mooney and Pickens for Waddle. It's a lot.
0: That's a little too much for me. It's a lot. That's a lot for Waddle.
1: I'll say this though, I don't value Mooney and Pickens a whole lot. Okay. Right. So if you're if you have a luxury at the running back position, and you're trying to, you know, just basically do a swap, running back for wide receiver, why not just do Dalvin Cook for? Oh, this is Waddle. Why did I see Amara? Am I just seeing things? Because I want to see what I want to see.
0: Um, <laughs> this episode oh yeah, making, has been I'm, about I'm, Amara.
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm making this deal. I'm making this deal for, for for Waddle. Like if you're just if if you have a plethora of running backs, let's say Dalvin Cook is one of your three running backs, and you know two of them are great, already you're gonna have two left, over one ish type of running backs. Yeah, I'm okay with this deal to to get Waddle because Mooney and Pickens. Like, who cares? If you're getting waddle back. And yeah. I look at this more like a kind of a one for one with Mooney and Pickens as like easy
0: throw-ins. Yeah. If you if you need to win, you know, then maybe I go with that. I need to win. We all need to through. win. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But like I'm just saying, if you need a win, like you're desperate. The thing about me for me is you know, Mooney could do better with Justin Fields playing the way he is. The offense has looked a lot better. And we haven't seen George Pickens yet with Claypool off the team. So he could end up you know, doing a little bit better than he has been doing. And Dalvin Cook, he's, he's an RB1. So that, that's why I'm just pumping the brakes a little bit on that one. Waddle is very good, but the number one guy, you know, at the higher floor is uh, Tyreek Hill in Miami. And Jalen Waddle has kind of been the high ceiling guy. You know, he's making money on the touchdowns. Hill is making money on the receiving yards. Um, I, I, you could do that if you need to win, but I would pump the brakes just a little bit. I know you're just like sending it, but I, I, I'm pumping the brakes. Do
1: it. just Just do it. Just do it. Aaron Henderson again is asking, "Do I trade away Kyler
0: Murray for Justin Fields?" This is tough. One for one. One for one. I feel like it's yes for me. Aaron, I, I think so.
1: Zach says yes.
0: I, I say yes, but this is this is my reasoning. Kyler Murray has been consistently solid. Justin Fields has the potential to be excellent. You know, for fantasy football. Like, solid and excellent. You know, if you want to talk about winning weeks for you, Justin Fields, I think it's a better chance to do that than Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray hasn't looked like he did the past two seasons. He's still a QB1. Like, don't get me wrong. He's producing very well for you as far as, you know, week to week. But the upside just is not Justin Fields. And I like upside. So, i, I go with Justin Fields.
1: We got another trade question here from Philip: Trade Cooper Cup, T. Higgins, and Evan Ingram for Stefan Diggs Jamar Chase, and Brandon Ayuk. Full PPR, Keeper League. First of all, just want to say, since this is a Keeper League, and um, you're trying to win a championship this year, I wouldn't worry about it being a Keeper League. Yeah, uh, I would just treat it as in like you're trying to win this year and not really worry about it. Um, But to get Diggs and Chase on the same team, that's like a championship winning move right there. Right, I understand yeah. the risk behind that. Like, getting Cooper Cup is way, you know, less risky, right? And Higgins, you know, he has some untapped potential that we haven't seen over the past couple of weeks. Without Chase, I'm taking this deal, and and I'm getting digs and Chase. If I'm trying to win a championship, number one and number two. If I am, like, if if I'm already if I already have a great record, right? Yeah. And I'm sitting at like seven and two and I, I, I can lose a couple games if I have to, he's mm-hmm. still going to have Diggs. He's still going to have Ayuk. Even though Ayuk, like, a step down the next couple of weeks, yeah. he's a little bit of a sell to me as well. But I could easily have said a lot about Ayuk being a sell. I'm okay with this deal.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with it because I'm looking at it as – Higgins hasn't done a whole lot to maybe, like, yeah, he's, like, you know, taking right over where – jamar chase left off he's not he's had relatively quiet outings but with jamar chase you know i, I look at usually you, you're swapping higgins for chase you're swapping cup for Diggs. i think you get both the best the better end of both deals so far this season the way Diggs has been playing with josh allen you know the offense is better in buffalo cup is good but you know he's been a look he hasn't he has the offense being bad working against Dude. him and then Ayuk and engram Ayuk is a much better asset engram i don't even think I'm not even considering Ingram in this deal. You know what I'm saying. So I think that it's the best, yeah,
1: for the, sure. best,
0: the best offer. The side Diggs, Chase, and Ayuk. That's the better end of it.
1: I think even with uh, Josh Allen's elbow issue, I think Diggs can still come through for you, right? It might not be yeah. as good, but you know, I think Josh Allen will still be fine, and yeah. and Diggs will still be fine. That's kind of that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Okay, great. All right, guys. Um, uh, we're gonna call it right here. We appreciate you guys. Uh, that's, that was the buy sell episode. I hope you guys want your questions answered and kind of make sense of like you know how we're feeling about these guys uh, moving forward. So we appreciate you guys. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Uh, if you could you know subscribe and you know follow the podcast on your whatever app you listen to, whether it's Apple Podcasts, whether it's Spotify, wherever. We we will see you guys tomorrow. We'll be back for uh, our running back starts. Uh, You know, a running back rankings tomorrow, quarterback rankings tomorrow. Uh, And, yeah, we'll see you there at 9 a.m. Eastern time. See you later. Bye-bye.